in the online space, there's really three types of traffic that you can tap into. And in this episode, I'm going to break down those three types and tell you which one's right for who at what stage it's your business. So no matter if you're a service provider, if you're a course creator membership, a one-on-one coach, this episode is for you, my friends. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hey, 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 Serve Scale Store family. I am so excited to be back for another episode, and especially this one, because we're talking about one of my favorite topics, which is traffic. And for any of you who don't know, I spent most of my one-on-one service provider days as a Facebook ad manager. And so traffic, especially paid traffic, has always been near and dear to my heart. But traffic also falls into marketing, and marketing is probably my number one love language. So this episode, we are breaking down the three types of traffic you can tap into, no matter if you're a course creator, a membership, leverage program, one-on-one coach, or online service provider. I got you. But before we jump in, I want to spotlight one of our most recent reviews, and this is from Selling with Soul. Five stars. Excellent podcast. If you're a service-based business and want to quickly scale, this is the podcast for you. Packed with actionable tips and strategies that will actually help you grow. Listen to it. You'll get a high return of your time. Thank you so much for that thoughtful review, Selling with Soul. I'm super excited that you get so much value. And today is no different. It is packed with actionable tips and strategies to help you grow. Now, if you love the podcast and you haven't yet left us a review, I would love for you to take two minutes and just do that right now. This is the biggest compliment you can give us for giving you free content each and every single week. So if you haven't yet, I would so appreciate it if you did that. Okay, y'all. So let's dive in to the three types of traffic you can tap into. This is something I dig super deep into into beta to biggie because a lot of people think that the only way to grow in the online space is either organic or with paid ads. And most of us know that this year, 2022, and even in 2021, the paid advertising game has changed with iOS updates and everything. So now there's this big push back to organic. And it's always these two that people talk about organic or paid, organic or paid. And they seem to be living in a world where it's an either or conversation, not a both. And in my opinion, we have room for both. We have room for a third one as well, which is actually my favorite one. So let's dive into these types of traffic. And I'm not going to tell you all three of them right off the bat. I'm going to start with the two that we all know, which is paid traffic and organic traffic. And then we'll jump into that third traffic that everyone forgets about, but actually is the one we see the highest return on. So let's chat about organic traffic. Organic traffic is wonderful when done correctly. So for our service providers, one-on-one done for you service providers, This does not mean that you're spending hours digging into a content plan for your Instagram or your Facebook or anything like that. 
Organic marketing can also be connecting on LinkedIn and reaching out in the DMs, connecting in Facebook groups when you see a job op. That's organic marketing. I call it active marketing, but that's what it is. It's organic. You're not paying for that. And so can we do more of that if that's what's working? Can we lean into that more? Now, for my course creators, my membership, what does your organic strategy look like? And this is also for service providers. Our number one source of organic traffic, when everyone thinks I hate organic, it's actually your number one source of traffic. It's the podcast. You listening here right now, you are our number one source of traffic. This podcast brings us in a load of traffic. So people think that organic's either Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, but YouTube and podcasts are also organic. And in my opinion, podcasting and YouTube are more effective for long-term results. Now, see, I didn't say short-term, I said long-term results because what they do is they live on forever. They're searchable, they're when people type in Google things, you can be found. Where is your Instagram post that you just spent probably an hour planning out is gone within like three days. And now, I mean, I'm not an Instagram expert, but apparently like the algorithm doesn't even like static posts anymore. And so then you got to get into creating reels and all these things. So when we talk about organic, it depends on your goals. What are your goals long-term? What are your goals short-term? One of the crazy things is I still have people reaching out to me asking me for um, if they can book a discovery call with me for Facebook ads. And I tell them that I don't do that anymore. And when they ask, they found me on my YouTube channel, which I haven't had since I think that was 2019. So that lives on. Our number one referral method for getting people inside ServeScale Soar membership and beta to biggie is because they listen to the podcast. Your podcast can be the number one traffic source. YouTube can be the number one traffic source. So do I think that if you're a service provider, you need a podcast? No, not unless it's very specific to who you're serving, but it's also a long-term play. So if you're like, I wanna do what I'm doing now for the next two years, then yeah. And then a podcast or YouTube's great because they do take a little bit more effort and time to put together, but they're gonna live on longer. Now, if you're someone who's like, I think I want to create a course or a membership, or maybe you already have one, and you're really dedicated to that, a podcast and YouTube are like so great because they're going to live on so long. And you can create evergreen content that will also live on. And so when it comes to organic, I'm not against organic at all. I just want you to be strategic about your content. And so organic's great for no matter if you're a course creator or a one on one service provider. Let's just find the right strategy for you and your circumstance, though. Okay, so let's jump down to number two, which is paid traffic. Now, when we hear paid traffic, most people think Facebook, Instagram, which I'm right there with you. There's other sources of paid traffic. There's YouTube ads. There's also Google ads. There's now TikTok ads. But when I'm talking about paid traffic, I'm going to lean into Facebook and Instagram because it's the one that we know the most. And so as a one-on-one service provider, I actually advise people against running ads for their one-on-one services. 
And the reason is, is because most of you listening to this, not everyone, but most of you listening to this are not at a place where your pricing makes sense to run ads. So whenever you see agencies and things that are running ads, their pricing is usually way higher. Like you're looking at retainers that are 5,000 plus per month. So unless you're in that level, I don't really suggest it. Also, you have to have a really solid way of tracking your leads, how much they're worth to you, how what is the follow-up. It's a whole nother animal when it comes to knowing how much you can spend for a client and still being really profitable. So when it comes to paid traffic, I'm not in love with it for most one-on-one service providers unless you're at over 5,000 plus per month for a retainer service. So now for my course creators, my membership, strategic ads are really, really important because what they can do is accelerate your growth. So you can grow your course membership leverage program without ads all day long. What it does is when you can really hone into your messaging, you can accelerate your growth faster. So I want you to build the fire, but then we're going to pour the gasoline on it. And that's ads. So this is why I'm beta to biggie. I never tell my students to run ads for their beta because really you're not ready. You haven't validated your offer. Your messaging's a little sloppy usually. And so we want to wait till we've really validated that our product's viable. We want to make sure that our messaging spot on. And then once we've built that flame, then we can pour the gasoline on it and accelerate it to grow faster. Also, you have to make sure that you have the profit margins to spend this. Because one thing that people do is they'll spend like, let's say $5,000. They spend $3,000 and then they make $5,000. And then they're upset because they only made $2,000 profit. But like, hey, you just spent $3,000. You had $5,000 and you may not have had any of that without running ads. So you also have to be in the right mindset to run ads because it's kind of gambling, but it's a very like calculated gamble if you know what you're doing. So there is this like mindset piece that has to be present when running paid advertising. And so I don't think it's the first step anyone should jump into. I think it's great to accelerate what you're building upon now. So does that mean that anyone who launches a beta shouldn't run ads? No. That's not true. I'm not a big fan of black and white. I think there's always the gray. And also, it depends on your skill level. So we have some amazing ad managers that know exactly what they're doing. They have the extra income to do it, and they're going to do it. And I think that's fine. Like, (laughs) they know what they're doing. But for most of us, we don't exactly know what we're doing when we get into ads. And we're also nervous about spending money when we don't know the return. And sometimes when you run ads, I used to always ask my clients, how much money are you willing to catch on fire to figure out if this is a viable offer? And if they were like, um, none, like, I, what do you mean? And so that's really important. So when I launched Surf Scale Store, I was like, I'm going to, and not my beta, but for my first launch, I said, I'm going to spend $2,000 and see what happens. I was okay if we didn't get anything back from that, that was the money that I had set aside to test this. And that's the mindset you have to be in when you go into running ads. Does that mean continue to run ads if they're not working? No. So we had um, 
Janine was on here and we did her podcast episode and we talked about how like in her launch, she had planned to spend $2,000 and then her, she had spent like 900 and her ads were just not doing well. And we quickly pivoted, but she was willing to make that pivot and learn and test in order and spend that money in order to get results. And she did. That's not always the case. I've spent thousands of dollars on ads before and they were total flop. So really, when it comes down to ads, you have to know your numbers. You have to know how much money you're willing to spend and you have to know what you're doing. But here's the great thing. You don't have to have ads to be successful, just like you don't have to have organic marketing to be successful. And especially if you're a one-on-one service provider, I don't recommend running ads. This is definitely one of those things that goes into our courses, our membership creators, our leverage program, group coaching, but not necessarily for one-on-one service providers. Okay, so now that we've covered organic and paid, let's jump into the third one, which is my favorite. I don't think it's talked about enough, and it's the second biggest place that we get our clients inside of our programs. And so the first is through the podcast, which is organic. The third type of traffic you can tap into is borrowed traffic. So what the heck is borrowed traffic? This is when you're tapping into other people's audiences and giving them a chance to uh, get to know you. So a few ways you can do this. And one of my favorite ways that is great for no matter if you're a course creator or a service provider, but once again, we're talking about long game is to be on other people's podcast. Why is this so great? Because there's a sense of no like and trust factor when you're on someone else's podcast. You get in front of new audiences that you probably would never have been in front of before. And as a service provider, a lot of times there's not a ton of service providers pitching themselves. And this gives you an opportunity to really shine and show your expertise. So um, we have an episode we'll link up with Angie Trueblood all about pitching yourself. And she has an amazing program. She was one of our members inside of Beta to Bakey. And she is incredible for teaching you all about that. Inside Serve Skill Store, we also have a training on this. And so what does this mean? It means that you get on front other people's audience. How have I used this? Is when I was doing Facebook ads, I would pitch on like how to use Facebook ads to scale your course. Well, what happened is This is one of the ways I started really landing premium clients because most podcasters have a good audience. They already have a program and I would get on, show my expertise, and then it would end up in a discovery call with the podcast host. And then they would hire me and then refer me to their other friends at the same level. And this is when I really started tapping into those high-end clients. So it's so good for that. I would also then get people reaching out to me because they listened to me on the podcast and they wanted me to run their ads. So for service providers, getting on people's podcasts and talking about your service and adding value can land you so many clients. Now, my course and membership creators, what we did with this is I went on a world tour of podcasts when I launched Serve Scale Sort. I was on so many people's podcasts. Um, I think I did like 30 of them and it was insane, insane. And so when I did that, now what happens is when we ask people on their intake forms, how did you hear about our program when they join us or anything, the number one response besides the Surf Scale Store podcast is they heard me on someone else's podcast. Like how stinking cool is that? 
So even as we're recording this, one thing I'm committed to this year is getting on more people's podcast. And so I've already done several interviews for other people, but here's the thing. It's a long game strategy, not a short term strategy. Because just like us, we may record in January, but your episode may not come out till June. So you also have to be aware that you're putting in effort now that you may not see a return from in six, eight, 12 months from now. But the good thing is you're getting the practice and you're getting on other people's shows. Other people have faster turnaround and that's great too, but this is your chance to wow and also work on your public speaking (laughs) because being on people's podcasts, a lot of people are going to hear you, but it's such a great way to get practice and such a good skill that we all need is public speaking. So that is one type of borrowed traffic. Another one that is quicker turnaround is getting on Instagram stories or doing Facebook lives with other people. So let's say that one of your clients, I did this with one of my clients, just had amazing results. For me, I had um, a client who we put together a King Sumo giveaway. You can probably still find this video on YouTube. We did a King Sumo giveaway and I asked her to come on and just talk about it. So she came on my Facebook business page. We did a live. We talked about the strategy, how we implemented it, And holy cow, y'all, like it was a huge success. And so she's singing my praise, but then she also shared it with her audience. And so then I'm getting in front of more people and I'm getting client testimonials. A great thing about if you do this on Instagram is if you get on Instagram and do Instagram story like lives, then all your followers get a notification and then whoever's hosting it, all their followers get a notification. So maybe with beta to biggie, um, so I teach the hybrid hype method and beta to biggie. And so one story I could get on is maybe someone who teaches um, people how to run ads for their course. Let's just say that. And I want to help other people like get their courses up and running, the marketing, the funnels behind it. So I'm going to reach out to that person and say, hey, do you want to do an Instagram live? We do one. And then I'm sharing with them the hybrid hype method of how you can have live and evergreen funnels running at the same time. All of their people are going to get notified. All of my people, you're showing up as an expert. You're borrowing their audience that was just notified. And that's a much quicker turnaround. It doesn't take as much planning to do an Instagram live. So that's another way you can tap into borrowed audience. Another way to tap into borrowed audience is through doing um, JV webinars. So this is not going to be applicable for my service providers. This is for course membership. Y'all, if there's a group of people or someone that their audience is just perfect. So an example of this is we have, we're partnering with someone coming up. She's actually coming into ours because it's so complimentary And she is going to be promoting her program and doing a training for my audience. And, you know, she's tapping into my audience, which is borrowed. But there's already a sense of know, like, and trust because my people trust me to only provide them and refer them to people who are really top notch. And so that's where this comes in. I've also done this where I've been part of summits. So I did a summit with the geek, Geekapalooza where I did a training for her audience. It was a huge hit. And then it grew our email list with over 500 people. That's me borrowing her audience and now they're coming to me. So whenever you participate in summits or Instagram lives or podcast pitching or interviews, 
This is all jumping in front of other people's audience and using them. And I would say that referrals are part of borrowed audience as well. So this is actually one of my top favorite traffic sources between being on other people's podcasts, which is borrowed, and having our own podcast, which is organic. We've been able to scale very fast. And these are the three areas that I teach inside of Beta to Biggie to focus on and how to strategically implement them in their business. Now, here's the thing. I know some of you are overachievers and you're going to try to implement all of these at once. And I'm going to warn you not to do that because it's the exact same thing as say when you like try to tackle all the platforms, you're never good at anything. Someone said um, you're a Jane of no traits um, instead of Jack of all traits. And so you don't really get good at it. So what I want you to double down on is say, which one of these feels right for me right now? Is it organic? Is it paid? Is it borrowed? And there's no right or wrong answer to this. It's what feels best for you. And I want you to lean into that. I want you to go all in on that for 90 days and really give it a shot. And then once you've mastered it, then you can add on another source. But I'm going to tell you, we're three years in business and we've done all three of these and rarely are they all going at the same time. Now the podcast, we always have organic going, um, ads. We don't always have ads going. Like we haven't ran since September of 2021. I went from September to January without running any ads. We ran them for 30 days, turned them off. I may turn them back on. Like it's very wishy-washy of the ads. They're not always going. And then with borrowed, You know, the great thing about once you've been on podcasts is it's evergreen. So people are always finding me on other people's podcasts, but this is something that we're leaning back into this year is getting on other people's podcasts. And I did a summit, but it's not all the time. We really focus on mastering the ones and then going into different ones as needed. So I encourage you, don't try to tackle all of these at once. Lean into one at a time. And that goes the same with organic. So don't try to get a YouTube channel, a podcast, then also have content going out on Instagram. Pick one organic channel to focus on. And then once you've mastered that, you can go into another one. So one of the things is we have the podcast down to a science, like it flows. I don't have to do much. We have some, we have Steph who helps produce the whole thing, which has been amazing. And we batch a lot of the content. So The podcast is easy. So now we're looking at how can we step into another traffic source, whether that is planning a whole bunch of JV partnerships, or does that mean that I dive into YouTube again? I love YouTube. I would love to get back into it. So is that the right next thing? And so what I want you to do is know that there's multiple channels within inside each of these three focus areas. And There's so much room for growth. Like the traffic potential is endless. But what you have to do first is master one and then focus on adding more. So that, my friends, is the three types of traffic you can tap into. Organic, paid, and borrowed. And if you're ready to really step into some more traffic, whether that's one-on-one services or inside Beta to Biggie, you can always go to brandymouse.com and find out how we can serve you at our highest level, which Serve Scale Soar membership is for those who really want to scale their one-on-one services or you're just getting started and you're like, what the heck, what do I do? 
then that's going to be your place to start. And then if you're like, gosh, I'm ready to create that leverage program. I want a course. I want a membership, but I'm stuck. Or maybe you already have one, but you're not sure how to get new people in it and your program's not growing and you're just feeling stuck, then Beta to Biggie can really serve you. So if you have any questions, you can always DM me as well. I'm always answering them on Instagram. I love chatting with y'all. And you know that if you get a message, it's always for me on that platform. So my friends, go out this week, tap into some traffic, go serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the success you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.